Welcome to Women's Hoops and Talks, the What Podcast, where we are elevating the voice of women in basketball. I'm Tara. And I'm Cassidy. Thank you so much for listening today. We've got a great show coming up. We have the one, the only, Jennifer from the famous I'm Trying Jennifer tweet. Welcome to the show, Jennifer Williams. Thank you, Tara and Cassidy. We are so excited to go right to the source and to talk to you today about like just what happened and what life has been like for you since it happened. Before we dive into that, just a couple pieces of housekeeping. One is to let everybody know that the uh, you can find the Hoops and Talks podcast um, in the Blazers Edge podcast feed and you can subscribe and follow us on Twitter at Hoops and Talks. And um, the other thing that we usually do to start off a show is that we have an icebreaker. Cassidy, would you like to go ahead and share the icebreaker today? I think so. I'm wondering, what is a technological advancement that you cannot live without for watching basketball? Who wants to start? I've got a list. (laughs) Okay, Tara, let's go. Let's hear it. (laughs) Okay. So halfway through this season, I started using, I I cut the cable cord and started using PlayStation View to watch my games. And so now I have all the games on my phone and it's totally incredible. Like, I don't know how I lived without it because like, I just walk around with it and I have it on my phone. I go from one room to the other and it's always there and I can record all of the games and watch them all later. And it's just amazing. And I don't know how I ever lived without it. Nice. Nice. I think for me, mine, I'm torn between uh, Twitter <laughs> where I follow all of the wonderful blazer things that are happening and all of the things around the league, because I always am wondering what are they chanting in that arena when I'm watching on TV <laughs> and with Twitter, I can always know what the fans are chanting. So that's a big one for me. <laughs> Um, I would say for me, um, I could not live without League Pass. I am, I have to have League Pass. I need to see all of the games all of the time. I didn't think about the PlayStation View though. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm interested in that. I'm, I'm really interested in that. Um, but yeah, the NBA League Pass I have to have. I'm always logged in on my phone, on my iPad, wherever I am. I have um, the games, like, just right at my fingertips, literally. Mm -hmm. Truly a woman after our own hearts. (laughs) (laughs) So, Cassidy, I thought you were going to say your virtual reality glasses. Okay, yeah, I'm kind of torn because those are new for me. I bought them right after talking to Stephanie Reddy last week and kind of addicted to them. I may or may not have watched last year's slam dunk competition like three times on them oh that's from the rim view you can watch from the basket it's amazing oh my god wow that's totally incredible yeah we we need to get like periodic updates from you about about what that's like (laughs) yeah it's incredible i'm making friends who don't even like basketball watch it and they're like why are you making me do this and i'm like shh enjoy it so do you like have the same rule that uh stephanie reddy told us about there her house if you have the vr glasses on you have to be sitting down yeah because we broke that rule and see, uh, my husband ran into a counter like, <laughs> and so now you have to be sitting when you have the glasses on wow <laughs> I, I think i might be a little worried about us as a society <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm slightly worried, but I'm also like embracing it. <laughs> totally. Well, let's get in and t- uh, start talking to Jennifer. I want to give a shout out first to friend of the pod, Janelle Moore, who's also a Golden State Warriors fan. And if you haven't uh, met her yet, you should connect with her on Twitter because she's amazing. Um, but she was the one who suggested, hey, why don't you reach out and see if you can talk to Jennifer? So here we are. Um, can we start off with just you introducing yourself and telling us about how you came to love basketball? Sure. Um, my name is Jennifer Williams, obviously born and raised in the great city of Chicago. Um, I've been a basketball fan for a long time, most of my life. Um, I'm 38 years old, not ashamed to say that. Um, And I have vivid memories of being five and six years old watching the Celtics and the Lakers and my entire house rooting for the Lakers. Um, Even though I know Mike was here already, but he hadn't really, you know, blown up. Yeah, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. So that was when you were really small. So sorry, I interrupted it was you. Really, I was really small. It's like 85, you know, he'd only been in the league, you know, a year. I don't even know if it was his second season or anything when he got hurt. But um, it was really early, vivid memories. I remember in my house just being totally magic in the Showtime Lakers. And then um, later years, as I got into uh, like um, grammar school, like first, second third grade it was bulls town michael jordan all the time um, and by the time the bulls made it to the finals in 91 i was in fourth grade and from that point i was totally 100 percent addicted nice did you did you ever play as a kid or um i mean in chicago <laughs> you know, like i have this idea that in chicago like all kids just played basketball <laughs> all the time because i mean why wouldn't you with mike there michael there right I, let me exactly. Um, growing up, I mean, even now, um, you will not find too many basketball courts empty. There's all, even in the cold weather, um, <laughs> unless it's a lot of snow, um, then you won't see kids around. But um, I, I am not tall. I'm only five three. Um, always the shortest person growing up. Um, when I got to high school, my freshman year, I I really wanted to play. I didn't even care about height. I attempted to try out for the um, junior varsity team and I had to do conditioning. Um, you had to start for a tryout doing conditioning. And I think I ran laps after laps after laps. And then after we came in from that, they're like, yeah, okay, get in the layup line. And I'm like, but I can't breathe. So... <laughs> <laughs> so I determined that my love, I didn't have, I, I didn't have the, maybe the talent to do it, but it did not alter my love for the game. So that's awesome. Well, let's move into uh, talking about what happened over the summer. So <laughs> we are always uh, super welcoming and exciting to find new fans. And uh, like Cassidy was just talking about trying to get her friends to watch it, even if they're not into basketball. We're always trying to get yeah. people into basketball by like amazing, fun stories. And yeah. This was one of the stories that I would tell people. <laughs> so just to put a little context in for people who might be new. So sure. uh, Portland Trailblazer CJ McCollum has a podcast and he had as a guest Kevin Durant, who plays for the Golden State Warriors, who I um, understand that you're a fan of. 
Yes. And they got into it a bit on the podcast because Kevin Durant said that CJ McCollum's Blazers were never going to win a championship. And that continued on to Twitter. And then there was this Twitter conversation. I mean, then maybe I'll just let you take over and talk about well, what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, leading up to that, I, you know, I, I will say this. I've always liked CJ McCollum as a player. Uh, like even I, I started to recognize him when he won most improved players, I'll say that. Um, after the championship last year, I, I kept hearing like stories of, of CJ saying something to the effect of, you know, the Warriors being so stacked and like all of these different interviews I'm seeing come across my timeline. And I, I that day, I he was responding um, to a story and just basically saying, you know, he's not a bitter person. He's not a scorned woman about this situation. And I was literally at my desk at work. I work at a community college and in, uh, in higher ed. So um, I was at my desk on my way to a meeting. I was I scrolled for like 10 seconds. I saw him and I just was kind of, I guess, internally it was like, you know what? I'm kind of fed up with all of this talk. And <laughs> I sent the I sent the tweet and I literally left my phone at my desk. I went to my meeting and and I came back to my desk. And the meeting was about an hour long. I came back and I saw that my oldest son had been calling me. And I thinking like, okay, something is going on. He doesn't call me this often, you know, this much in a row. And so I, I called him. He's like, mom, you went viral. I'm like, viral for what? <laughs> like I was, I couldn't imagine what it was that I did that could ever go viral, you know? And so he was like, you said something to CJ on Twitter. And I was like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> and so I go to my phone and it was like, literally I could see the numbers increasing as I'm looking at it, you know, in real time. And then I worked, I stayed at work. I, my boss at the time was a, um, a basketball fan. So it, it, we literally probably talked about it for the rest of the day um, after that happened. And by the time I got home, it was memes galore. I was tagged in a lot of things. I'm um, active on social media, obviously. So I'm in a lot of sports groups on Facebook. Um, and so everyone is just like, are you the Jennifer that said this? Is this you? You know, and so it just kind of literally literally blew up from that point oh my god that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy i love that you were in a meeting while this was all just like yeah I'm, I'm, I'm talking numbers and enrollment you know in, yeah in college and not having any idea of what what's transpiring uh on the internet so <laughs> it's pretty crazy so we have, um, we also, you know, both Cassidy and I are also active on social talking about basketball and we have a yeah. group, um, a Facebook group called Women's Hoops and Talks, which anybody listening who wants to join it should send a request to join. And uh, we talk about basketball, mostly Portland Trailblazers. And so we turned to them and said, hey, we're talking to Jennifer. What questions do you all have for Jennifer? So okay. we, we got a few. All right. Cassidy, do you want to start off by reading? Yeah. 
Jennifer, we also have a Jennifer in our group. Okay. <laughs> so and, Jennifer's question. And we use the I'm trying Jennifer a lot with Jennifer. So this works right. really well for us. <laughs> um, so were you surprised when CJ replied to you? Like when you saw that he replied? I was shocked. I was shocked that I've never had any um, celebrity or famous person really reply to anything I've ever said online. So I was definitely shocked and and then I was even shocked at what he said that I'm trying Jennifer I kind of felt like oh okay I'll shut up now (laughs) (laughs) well um I think the NBA community in general was extremely amused by this interaction and were you as amused as everyone else was I was I I thought it was just such a kind of honest reaction to someone that that trolled trolled him but not really not really within kind of uh anger but just kind of more of a straightforward statement like hey just want to play off game and then talk and then and he responded I'm trying Jennifer and I was like okay it was almost like I don't know I, I really don't know how to describe it but it was just so straightforward and genuine you know <laughs> and um I'm wondering were you surprised when it came up again during the playoffs this year <laughs> I I am a a, a mother of four children, <laughs> and I work a, a full time job. Um, it's really kind of high intensity. So I believe it or not, this was not even totally on my mind um, about the I'm trying Jennifer. Um, I was watching the game Sunday, and it was snowing here in Chicago. Believe it or not, in April, like a lot of snow, so we were stuck kind of in the I didn't want to go out in that. So I'm watching the game and I was into the game more than thinking about, oh, if the Blazers win, then that's that playoff win that I talked about, (laughs) et cetera, et cetera. I didn't even think of that. I was just hoping you guys were going to pull it out. And about five minutes left of the game, I, my Twitter mentions started to go up. Like I'll (laughs) All of a sudden, I had a bunch of notifications, and my I watch games um, with my oldest son um, primarily. And I looked at him, and I said, "Oh snap! The Blazers are about to win a playoff game." And then that's when it kind of like, like, oh, oh yeah, that's right. I did say that, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> so it was it was pretty cool. It's like to see it in a in a real time um, action to kind of be like, okay, I guess so. <laughs> I was actually at game two and I saw probably a hundred. I'm trying Jennifer t-shirt. That's crazy. <laughs> that is just still so crazy. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What do you think was so, well, I guess that kind of leads to the next question from the next woman from women's hoops and talks. Um, Janice, um, she asked for a recap of what happened right after. And you already went through that. Um, but yeah. another part of her question is why do you think it went viral? Like, what do you think? resonated about this message have you thought about that much you know I really I've tried to think about it like why why did it go so viral and the only thing that I kind of can come up with is just that it was just an honest response you know it was it wasn't CJ said something uh, trolling me back it was just like hey we're trying you know it's not that we don't want to win a playoff (laughs) game but we're trying and I, that response kind of resonates a little past basketball, mm-hmm. if you want to be 
honest, you know, in everything that we do, you know, we're all just trying to be successful. Yeah, I think that's definitely part of it. <laughs> yeah, as as fans who the Blazers had lost 10 playoff games in a row and like it's like we know how hard Damian Lillard works and how like if if you only knew how much this team means to this city, you know, yeah. they don't have, you know, baseball or football. They have soccer. Right. They don't, you know, they have men's and women's soccer, but they like really the Blazers are the biggest deal. And so it just like for the fans, it just means so much. And I think CJ yeah. just perfectly encapsulated like how we're all feeling. It's like we're trying like nobody even pays attention to us. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is so true living, you know, here in a sports town with five major, you know, sports teams. Um, you know, I, I think I can um I can definitely sympathize with that with that feeling like, hey, we want the team that we do have to do something great, you know? And um in the Western Conference is so tough. You know, even being a great team, a good team, you know, you have to get over the hump to get to great. With all of this craziness going on, has anyone approached you to help you capitalize on the phrase? I'm trying, Jennifer. Um, you know what? Interestingly enough, <laughs> um, no one has come directly to me. I, it's been kind of a one-woman show here. So I'm, I've been doing my own research. And uh, right after everything happened that day, um, with uh, within a couple of days, I had researched how to trademark the phrase, trying to capitalize on it for my myself, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, it's a long process. It's not something that happens overnight. And so I'm in the final stages of um, solidifying the trademark for myself. So right now, no one else can go and try to get a trademark for it. But I have to show that I am using it in a way that's going to be beneficial basically that is that is what i'm doing at the moment are there some other like you know things that have happened to you that like never would have happened to you if this hadn't um, occurred well first of all interviews this Mm -hmm. (laughs) doing a podcast Mm -hmm. um i did the uh, brian no Mm -hmm. show um so i'm sure that would not have come up obviously Mm -hmm. um the interviews with espn and um, uh, the Washington Post, um, they watched the ESPN interview actually um, came about even before the playoffs started. So they have been working on a story um, that I'm sure they'll publish soon. But they had already been started on the story because the Blazers have, have been doing so well this season. It's almost a certainty that they would win a playoff game this year so um well so there was a certainty cool. last year too and that didn't yeah happen. well that's true. <laughs> i didn't want to bring up bad news that's we can take it <laughs> we're used to that's it true. well it, I, it struck me that i'm not wearing my i'm trying jennifer t-shirt right now <laughs> because it's in the wash because it's actually my lucky shirt um <laughs> really yeah i wear my oh, i either wear my i'm trying jennifer t-shirt or my uh, Bosnian Beast T-shirt, and then I wear oh, yeah. my Al Farouk Aminu jersey on top, and that oh, okay. <laughs> that seems that's to be cool. the winning combination. That's cool. Um, but it struck me that like, um, it, it's so weird in this day and age. Like, it caught on. Like, I within minutes of when you tweeted it, because I was at work too at the same time. Yeah, 
okay. within minutes, people were going, oh, my gosh, I need that on a T-shirt, you know, again, because yeah. it just it's it's so resonated with everybody. And we have I don't know if it's the same. The, the same is true, like with the Bulls fan base or you're a, a Golden State fan, I believe. So it's probably the same yeah. with them. But there's like certain artists who just, you know, create some just fantastic um, designs based on like whatever's happening right now. Right. So we had several artists come out right away <laughs> with I'm wearing yeah. Jennifer t-shirts and sending them them sending them on to CJ McCollum. But anyway, I just it, I didn't realize it until just today where I was like, "Oh my gosh, like Jennifer isn't getting anything from this." I mean, I'm yeah. sure they I mean, maybe they are. I don't know. I'm assuming. I don't know, but like I don't I, think that people are probably sharing <laughs> the proceeds with no, you. No, they're not. They're not, of course, which sucks. Um <laughs> So, I mean, at this point, it's just a matter of me creating a better design and selling them myself, which I have begun to do. I had some shirts um, initially um, in August after all of this went viral, um, but they did okay. <laughs> it was more of my my local friends um, and family that purchased them. Um, but now that I have my website up and my logo I've created more shirts and and actually not just shirts. There's hoodies um, and other um, items that you can purchase with the logo on it. Well, we will uh, definitely share that. And I bet you you'll get um, some uh, purchases from Portland. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Should be supporting the Jennifer who has sparked all right. of this. It's, it's like I'm hoping I'm starting a Jennifer movement. There's a lot of us out here. <laughs> <laughs> There really are. There really are. So you've got your your website up that uh, for selling your t-shirts. And are you doing like some writing or what? Anything else with that? Well, I tr I'm trying my hand at blogging. I've always been a person that likes to talk, and especially about uh, basketball. And so I'm kind of using this uh, viral thing to um, become a blogger. So I have a couple of blogs up. Um, hope someone takes time to read through them. It's really just more of my own um, take on the games, uh, my opinion on things, which is kind of what got me to the viral point. Um, <laughs> so just kind of trying to use that this as a, um, a bump to become a, a real blogger. Um, I, I love my everyday job, but this is actually pretty cool. And I get to reach people um, just talking about something that I truly love. Like, I literally love the game of basketball. Well, let's talk some basketball. All right. What do you What do you think of the playoffs so far? Um, the playoffs have been good. I, I'm not surprised that outside of the Bucks and Pistons games that the series are close. I think people look at the regular season standings and saw a lot of – they weren't as close in the Eastern Conference, the top five, um, as they were in the West. So I think people just kind of looked at Toronto and Milwaukee as being guaranteed favorites. But as as you can see, as they start to play these games, they're a lot much closer mm -hmm. um, than people thought. Do you think I've, – I've heard some people like tossing this thought around at the end of the season that um, – you know, the Eastern Conference for so long has been sort of like, you know, the secondary conference. People like call it, you know, the JV conference and stuff like that. Right. Do you right, think that right. do you think that is changing? 
I think so. I think that with LeBron leaving the East was was the biggest move that helped the East, honestly. Um, you could not get to any other round without going through LeBron, whether he's in Cleveland or Miami. It still had to run through LeBron. And so now that you don't have this, um, the number one or maybe number one, I don't know, um, <laughs> player in the league, out of the conference, it just opens it up. And I think it's a mental thing too. You know, teams feel like we have a chance. We have a chance to at least get to the finals. I mean, in my opinion, it's wide open still. I still don't see the Bucks um, just, you know, sweeping all the way through to get to the Eastern Conference finals. I don't see Toronto as a lock. And I think that definitely changed when Brooklyn beat them. Um, the other day, but I, I think that it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a battle. I still do not believe, regardless if my Warriors make it to the finals, that the East will will win. I think they're the toughest teams are in the Western Conference. Do you have any predictions for the Western Conference finals? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> obviously, I believe the the Warriors will be there. Mm-hmm. The question is, who will they face? Um, I, 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 you guys look good. Portland looks good. I don't, I don't see where there's some team that's gonna knock you off going into second round. I mean, OKC is tough, but I, I think that you guys have more talent and you have more, um, you have a better bench and can get through this round and get through the next round and potentially meet up with the Warriors in the finals, the conference finals. I think it's so interesting this year that our basically I'm I'm surprised that um y'all could potentially be facing Houston right away and not yeah. in the uh, conference finals. Right, mm-hmm. right. What do you think about that? I mean, I think uh, I actually like that matchup a little better meeting them in the semis versus uh the conference because I think I just don't want to feel like okay, we're repeating the last year's conference finals, just that whole mindset where we almost didn't win, you know, had to take it to seven games. I think, of course, it's going to be a tough series regardless. There's a lot of kind of bad blood, I guess, mm-hmm. between the Warriors and Houston. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I'm actually happier to see them in the semis versus the conference finals where you're not, you haven't gone through two hard series already and now you have to face this team, which can potentially be a seven game series. Um, and you're already kind of tired. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm not going to bet against the Warriors. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so as long suffering Portland Trailblazer fans who have um, had to face the Warriors a few times in the playoffs, it is our obligation yes. to bring up this question. <laughs> so don't take it yes. personally, but how in the world did they blow a 31 point lead? <laughs> You know what? I I sat here and I watched it. I literally watched the crumbling of that lead. I, I watched, like I said, I watched the games with my oldest son, and we we talk through the whole game. Like, if you don't watch basketball, please do not come around us. You know, because <laughs> be like, what the heck are you guys talking about? And so, 
I'm looking at the, I'm, I'm watching the, the third quarter and I'm like, Kamal, why is Steph still on the bench? I'm like, oh, so Steve's going to keep the B squad out. Okay. You know, so I'm saying all of these things. And my son is like, if they have a 20 point lead going into the fourth, we'll be okay. And I'm watching the lead dwindle, dwindle, dwindle. And then it was 14 going into the fourth. And I'm like, yeah. I don't feel good about this <laughs> because they had the momentum. I honestly don't know. I think the Warriors are so good um, talent-wise and that sometimes mentally they take their foot off the gas and they let teams back into games. And so um, hopefully they will – that was a wake-up call for them to know that they could lose um, if they don't continue to play with their top player. Okay, Cassidy, will we accept that response? (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll accept it. I don't have any excuses. They blew a 31-point lead. They blew that lead, yeah. (laughs) I mean... I totally feel you. I mean, I live by the... I live by the NBA expression that anything can happen in any given night because they're all professionals. Yes, yeah. honestly, honestly. I've watched the Bulls beat the Celtics, okay, this season. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. We had a group of us uh, were together watching a game. I can't remember what it was. It was a game. It was on TNT. And during halftime, it was the, the Warriors were playing somebody, like somebody who was not good. And during halftime, the uh, announcers kept saying, you know, it's just really hard to play a bad team. <laughs> we were la- we were like, really, it's hard to play a bad team. And we were laughing and carrying on. I thought that was the funniest thing. And then wouldn't you know, yeah. like the next or like <laughs> like a week later, the Blazers played like a bad team and just like right. struggled so hard. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it is It is truly crazy. But like you said, you know, it's a professional league. So you just catch a team on a bad night where they're not connecting, you know, a bunch of turnovers, a lot of file, a lot of fouls, you know, momentum changing, anything can happen. Anything. Absolutely. And that is why we love it. Yes. Well, we should probably wrap it up. My husband just put his head in here and told me that he's waiting to start chainsawing this morning. So I think he would would like me to get off of the line. Uh, Jennifer, can you tell folks how they can find you in your work? Sure. I I have a website. It's at imtryingjennifer.net. You can find my blogs, also a link to purchase my I'm Trying Jennifer apparel. Right on. And how about, uh, how can they find you on Twitter? Or do you want more followers? Have you you had enough? Of course, of course. I like followers now. (laughs) I'm at at chockdelight1980. Special name. But if you just, if they just look up Jennifer Williams, they'll find it. (laughs) <laughs> thank you so much for joining Thanks, guys us. for having me really, on really fun hearing your story and and talking thank uh, you talking with you cassie you want to take us out of here do you have a voice left enough to do it <laughs> we're gonna see uh that's gonna do it for this week's edition of the wet podcast you can find the wet podcast and the blazers edge podcast feed and anywhere that you find podcasts you can follow us at hoops and talks and you can email us, we love emails, hoopsandtalks at gmail.com. You can find me at Cassidy Gemmett on Twitter. And Tara, how can you find you? You can find me at TCB Biggs for Cassidy. And also thank you again, Jennifer. Thanks everyone so much for listening and we will catch you next time.